Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Hello, Steph. Good morning. How are you today? I'm delightful. It is a delightful day. The sun is shining. I got to be honest. I'm not sure where June went. Oh, Um, how about July? Like, (laughs) where did they go? I, I don't I don't really know. But here we are. (laughs) Here we are. And welcome, listeners. Welcome to her next chapter. We are so excited. Well, Steph and I are always excited to talk to each other. That's like that's like a given. That's true. Um, And sometimes it's multiple times a day. Um, (laughs) But equally, the next day, we're still like, hi. (laughs) Hi, friend. And that's the best kind of friend to have, right? It is indeed. And what makes it even better is that at least once a week, we get to invite one of our other friends. And that is always so exciting. And sometimes it's a friend of Jules and sometimes it's a friend of mine. And sometimes like today, it's a friend of ours. So welcome Katie Burke. Oh my gosh. We are so, so, so excited to have you today. I am going to tell you all a little bit about Katie's amazingness and then she will she will tell you her story in her own words. Katie is the executive director of Team Women, um, which is an organization focused on empowering female leaders from the classroom to the boardroom. And Katie is a serial entrepreneur with 20 years of proven track record of experience driving consistent revenue growth in both for-profit and non-profit organizations. Katie is a strategic visionary. She uses her outstanding ability and extensive network to grow relationships and broaden opportunities with and with new and existing partners, sponsors, and funders. Katie is active in community outreach. She builds relationships with with philanthropic leaders, board members, and community partners to strengthen brand engagement, awareness, and referrals. So Katie's biggest strength, and we'll hear more about this, is for sure relationship building. And um, to know Katie is to be in a relationship with her. She's that, that authentic voice, that authentic person who really wants to get to know you, Um, who wants to learn about you, who wants to help you grow. Um, And Katie has reinvented herself 
many, many times over the course of her of her life. And her story is such an inspiration. And Steph and I are really grateful to have her with us Absolutely. this morning. Yay! So welcome, Katie. Welcome, Katie. Thank you, Julie and Steph. It's so wonderful to see you both. Yay, we're excited yeah. to see you too. And I do think Julie said it. One of the things that Katie does really well, and you'll hear it as she tells her story, is this ability to make connections, right? To make, as she's building relationships, to make it, I often feel like it's more about me than it is about Katie. It's mm-hmm. really about how, what are you trying to do, Stephanie? Where are you trying to go? Do you know this person? Have you thought about that? And so I think the role that you're in with team women is so perfectly suited because that's the exact kind of person that you would want kind of leading that organization. So welcome, Katie. We're happy to have you. Yeah, thank you so much, especially on this beautiful, sunshiny day. And like you both said, where has our summer gone? Oh, my gosh. But you know what? I think we're coming back. I was just putting an email out and I said, I I was at three live events yesterday. Oh, Oh, my gosh. And to see people smiling and energetic and just everybody's so upbeat again. It just feels so good, doesn't it? It It feels such a relief. It totally is a relief and it just feeds my soul. So there's no better place that I'd rather be than be talking to both of you. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, we're happy to have you. I wonder if you notice one of the things that I noticed and then we'll get to the good stuff is you meet, I'm meeting people for the first time. Like I've seen them on Zoom or on camera, but I've never met them in person. And I'm, I'm always finding myself saying, I didn't know you were that tall. I didn't know you were that short. <laughs> I'm like, there's, it's always some like major surprise where you're like, oh my gosh, there's all of you, not just your head. So I'm sure you probably had some of those moments yesterday, Katie, for people that perhaps you hadn't seen. Ever. I totally did. And it's so funny that you say that because that was exactly my internal reaction. Like I was just like, wow, just different than I even considered, right. you know, like right. different than you look in the square. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's better than to say it out loud. Meanwhile, I know. HR person over here is like, yeah. Gosh, you're tall. I'm sure. I know. Like, <laughs> Didn't you do that for 20 years? No, Steph. No, I can't. Like, I, I haven't talked I to a human in a in a long time in person, so I gotta yeah. like train myself. Anyway, welcome, Katie. Let's. I'm gonna turn it over to Jules. She's gonna yeah. get us awesome. on. Okay. So as we were talking about this, I'm thinking like, you know, of course, our our reinvention theme, like. Like this whole thing that we're doing right now, like mm-hmm. like re-entering life and like seeing people in like there's there's kind of this reinvention right that that is happening. Like I yeah. feel like for all of us, we're kind of like, wow, this is it should be normal to be in a room with people, but it's like weird. Like it just there's something that's churning in all of us that has ha- had to kind of reinvent the ability to like be in a room and be social and interact. Um, I, that just occurred to me as, as we were talking. So Katie reinvention is, is kind of a, a a big word, right. Um, and uh, can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. What, when you think of the word reinvention, what, what does that mean to you? I think really to me it's adaptability, it's openness, it's 
change, its willingness to change, um, and it's inspir it can be very inspirational as well. So it means a lot of different things, but the main thing I think of when I think of reinvention, it's sort of this fluidity. It's like water, you know, it's just constantly moving. And maybe that's because that's been my life, you know, so yeah. you kind of apply it to whatever it means to your own personal experiences. But so, so say more about that. So in your life and the kind of waves of, of reinvention that you have faced and seen and. Um, what are some of the most prominent sort of reinvention moments that you've had throughout your career, your personal, professional life? Yeah. So I I think if I if I just take a look back at my career and I think of how I started, you know, you're a young college person going to school and I was in radio, TV, film, and so I started on the path of production and um, in TV production. And I look over the span of twenty some years, what have I done? You know, so there were several organizations that I worked in the entertainment industry, and then I used those skills, you know, going from a technical aspect, doing sound, to actually business operations and management, small business growth, because a lot of or companies in in the entertainment industry are more smaller based organizations can be that was at least the field that I was in so I used those skills and applied them into consumer product company and so then I did international manufacturing you know and that sort of came out of left field but you know I'm always using different skills that I learned from one organization and one role to the next um, and in a consumer product company where we were manufacturing a, a garage storage system overseas, I learned all about international supply chain and distribution and then took that knowledge because I met a lot of partners in that industry and landed in the, in the field that I'm in now, which is nonprofit. And through all of those exper career experiences, like you, you know, what you said about me in the open, it is all about relationships. You know, a lot of times I'm in a role and I might not have all the skills in my toolkit at the time, but I know the people that'll get me those skills, you know, so, mm -hmm. and, and I, I do, I learn so much from other people and they're so important to me that. I use those relationships to to help the organization I'm working for advance or myself advance or whatever it is. So I'm really grateful for that. I love that. It's like, you know, that saying like, I've got a guy for you. Like, <laughs> like you want to say like, I've got a gal, right? Like I know somebody who can yeah. help you. Right. And I love that so much. That's like my favorite thing to do at Modern Well too yeah. is when, you know, people, you know, come in, okay. Well, gosh, you know, I'm really having trouble with social media. Yep. Uh, oh, I got a guy. I've got a guy. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes is it's it's um it starts with you, but it's not about you, right? So right. I have to yes. remind myself sometimes when I'm talking to people, they're starting with me, but it's not about me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't know all the things. It's uh -uh. now I'm gonna make a sweeping generalization, but as a question. Yeah, a question. okay. As I was listening to you talk, the the industries and the areas that you were working in, it would be my, my bias 
Yeah. There aren't a lot of women. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. In those areas. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I? Yeah, I, I would say that's a fair, fair statement. In certain roles that I've had within enter the entertainment industry or within consumer product, I have been, you know, uh, it's usually more uh, males that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. So and I sure. just wonder as as your as you were working through these changes, was the fact that oftentimes you were the only woman or one of a few women impactful? Did it help? Hurt? I'm what I'm thinking is that it probably framed your ability to be able to build relationships. Oh, um, yeah. When you when you're not looking at people who perhaps don't look like you. Right. Yes. And I and I think really if if I think about who helped, you know, me with that, I go back to my dad. You know, I when I was growing up, we had community phone books, you know, and mm-hmm. I could, I'd say, I'm going out with Sally, Susie, and Jana, you know, and he'd grab the phone book and he'd look up their last, do they have a last name? He'd always ask me, do they have a last name? And I'd say, oh yeah, Sally Jones. Okay. Oh, I went to high school with that guy and, you know, and he knew everybody, but not in a way, um, like a, in just an endearing way. Like I love the connection. So, so, you know, that was the environment I grew up with, with my dad and three brothers, and they're all that way. So I'm very comfortable, you know, talking to anybody, you know, and finding what we have in common. And usually I go to that. And that's, that's sort of one of my strengths I can lean into, although you never really think of it as a strength if it's something that just comes, you know, till somebody says, oh, that's, so that understanding about yourself is really a key that helps you reinvent yourself. You have to have that self-awareness, you know. So. I think that's a great point because oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes people are reinventing into a new space. Yeah. Where they may feel, you know, you don't have any contacts or you're meeting people for the first time. And so the ability to find those commonalities when you're connecting with those people, I think, is something that I've heard you talk about, Katie. And I think that's a great point for our listeners to really be thinking about. There are strategies and ways to connect with people in areas where perhaps you don't have a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it can be these personal connections, these relationships, because I think that can be really powerful too. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of lane changing going on right now in, in that we're seeing. Um, especially in women, you know, the 45 to 55 age group, um, that's kind of usually the time period, at least with team women, where we see, you know, they've had a great successful run and it's time to do something different or for one reason or another. And so knowing what your transferable skills are to help you is because in the day you come from HR, you know, you know, you get flagged right away if you don't necessarily artificial intelligence, right, will might skim you or, you know, uh, skip you in the process. But just going into those relationships or meeting somebody to talk about transferable skills is a real key because you need to kind of use everything that you have 
to help you land that perfect job. I hadn't been in nonprofit before. You know, I've been in it twice, you know, and and that's, you know, and, and from production, TV production to consume international manufacturing to nonprofit is not necessarily, you know, it's it's not a path that you think that you're going to be on as you start your life out. But it's not a straight path. That's it's not a straight. Sure. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I think what what I love in, in listening to Katie and and. I think a lot of our listeners can will appreciate this is that what you said about, you know, taking everything that you learn, right, from one from one job, taking the set of skills just take to taking in the learning and then knowing that you it doesn't have to be an exact match for but you're taking those skills with you and being open to other possibilities. I think that is what is the beauty of, of what you've done with your career. So tell us more about Team Women and about your work there. And you've had tremendous growth since since you've taken over. And talk to us about Team Women and the magic that's happening there. Well, and I'd love to. Thank you. So, you know, after having a career of different things, to finally land on something that it's like, oh, wow, this is what life is all about, you know, is so rewarding. You know, it's, it's, you've tried so many different things or done so many, not, not like in despair, you know, it's been exciting, but then to have all, you know, to be in a role where, um, our mission is we inspire women and girls to rise together, uh, to be producing events multiple. I mean, we, at team women, we, um, focus on three pillars to allow, you know, women to connect, grow, and be inspired in their leadership development and mentoring and youth empowerment. From holding about 40 events a year, including our big flagship events, like our annual leadership conference, which is coming up August 25th. And for your listeners, if they are in transition or wanting to make connections or wanting to just be inspired and motivated, because we have had a year, right? We need all a year. We have had a year or 18 months. We need each other, you know? And so if you're looking for a day, August 25th at the Hyatt, it's in person, you know, a few hundred people are already coming. So it'll be a a great kumbaya, fantastic speakers, including um, Jasmine Brett Stringer, who you, you know, both Pam Borton, Loya Boyd talking about the imposter syndrome. So all great topics, you know? Cecilia Stanton Adams talking on the forecasting the future of diversity, and she's a great speaker. These are all, and and speaking, remember, part of my entertainment background is what I love. You know, I mean, I I love events, and I love finding these great speakers that are going to deliver a message that I know everybody will gain something from. So that's... That's one aspect, our conference, and then our Wavemaker Awards is planned by our Young Professionals Advisory Board. So part of Team Women is developing future leaders, like I mentioned. And so not only do we have an executive board, but we have a Young Professionals Advisory Board. And the Wavemaker Award shines a light on those up-and-comers. And that that is October 14th at the Metropolitan. And then, then our Empower Gala, really focuses on that's our fundraiser November 18th and that will fo- and Leah Olson is our MC again I think maybe you both anyway 
we when we start talking about people, that's so fun because it's like connecting all the dots. <laughs> right. You know, I could. It's like a game to me. I, right. I, oh my god, it's you know so fun. Yeah. But so that is our fundraiser, which um, supports our mission work. So we do all sorts of events that bring people together, and they're at different times of the day, and you know, and different type of speaking events. Um, and I love that part of Team Women. And we have um, 600 members when we started. I, you know, I I joined um, the board in 2015, and I rolled into this role in two, the end of 2016, and we had about. 200 or so members and we're up to we got we were at 650 so we've had tremendous growth it's been really fun but a lot of that has just come from you know being able to expand everybody's network so coming in they see the magic like at modern well i mean it's a place that you feel at home you feel safe you feel comfortable you feel like you want to grow and thrive with others and um and you support the mission so We've developed wonderful partnerships with with other nonprofit organizations like the Twin Cities Film Fest. Actually, I office with them now, and they are fantastic. The work that they do, lifting up women in in media, you know, and again, that's pulling in my background in, in TV production, and and also, you know, I just think the voices that we hear in media are so important right now. And that's what they do, you know, so so they really bring what our young people are seeing and all of us are seeing to the world so that we're we're educated in that way. And then Global Minnesota is another nonprofit that we work with. And uh, and that allows us to have more of an international audience through they work with the United Nations and also the State Department. And they're fantastic. So these are like local gems that we have right here in the Twin Cities that we've been able to partner with to really grow our because we're like minded and we can then grow our organizations together, plus all the chambers that we work with. So I made a note to myself. Um, that we will make sure, um, Katie, you mentioned a lot of great events. And um, I just oh, want yeah. to make sure that our listeners know we'll have in our show notes a link to the Team yep. Women site so that they can access all of that, particularly for our listeners in the Twin Cities. Okay. Oh, that's cool. You. So, so I am curious, um, you know, we always want to make sure to – uh, you know, dig into the to the authentic, deep story of like, okay, it wasn't just like you said, the path obviously wasn't straight. There were some oh. turns and twists and um, challenges, right? Like, yeah. I think, you know, it's funny. I was talking to somebody this week about how we like to hear about other people's challenges not necessarily, I think some people like it, it's like a misery loves company kind of thing, right? Which, eh, you know, but I think some of it is like, for me anyway, I love to hear about the challenges because it inspires me, right? It's like, oh, wow, okay, so she tripped and fell on her face too, and she got up, right, and moved forward. It's not that like, Oh, okay. I'm I'm with her down, you know, face ground down in the ground, so I feel better about myself. It's more like, okay, 
there's tripping and falling for all of us. And then how do we get back up, right? And keep moving on the path. Um, so can you just talk about some of the challenges you've, you've faced and, and sort of how you've moved through and forward sure. in your journey? Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally can because there have been so many. And um, But I'll pick the greatest challenge that I had, which was the consumer product company when uh, that I got divorced. And I owned that business because... I've been involved in family business in the past in my career, so that's so rewarding and it's tricky too. I mean, business partnerships are, there's a different level of relationships there, right? So my ex and I had this company that designed a consumer product, the garage storage system, and it was in, it, we launched it like in 2007, just before the crash of 2008. So uh, you could say that my life was the perfect storm. I mean, I lost my business, my husband, my family, you know, kind of like everything. And it was a very, very dark period. And uh, through the support of Actually, that I think that's when I realized how impactful women are in my world, you know, because mm -hmm. I they like were angels all around me. I was so foggy for so long. I couldn't figure out if I was coming or going. And to get through that time because it was it was devastating. And um and so and it was shortly after that time that I I um, got my first job at Women Venture, the nonprofit that helps women entrepreneurs start and grow their business. Because I had in our in our form my former life, I had raised private equity. So I had always been active in fundraising and securing bank financing and things like that. So now women venture, it's I was on the other side of the table. I was helping women secure financing. And I, I became a micro lender. I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a banker now. And um and I would I went to commercial lending school and they were like, you work for a nonprofit. We do microloans, $50,000. And I'm like, hey, I'm still a banker. You know, I you have to prepare cash flow statements and you have to present the, your case to a credit group. And, and I did. I worked for, I mean, I got a lot of small businesses, you know, loans through our SBA financing through Women Venture, which I just love that work because, you know, historically women are you know, it's very challenging for women to secure financing for their funding. And so, but to, to be able to use the knowledge that I had in starting and growing my own businesses and sharing that with other women, I was just a huge fan and, you know, enthusiastic supporter of, of all of them. And, and so that, I guess, is the sort of the blessing that came out of um, the challenges that I went through in my 2008 perfect storm to be able to use that time and that support and give it to other people, pay it forward. It is, you know, inspirational to, you know, to know that. I, I love how you were talking about kind of darkness to light and how like your women angels, um, you know, kind of, kind of swooped down and, and like lifted you back up. And that, that is such a beautiful, that's a, just a beautiful vision. 
And it, it's still true, Julie, too. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't, yeah. have, I mean, you know, our kids went to school to get, I mean, it's like yep, there were yep. so, they're all in my life still, you know, and, mm, yep. you know, you have to change schools for your kids. You, you, I mean, your whole, for me, it was a big disruption of my life sure. and what I thought my life what was going to be. And so mm-hmm. then, yeah, then I was singing solo, you know, and two little kids and, and literally, I mean, I had people anonymously, you know, dropping things off for me or things like that. It was just, so they really were angels, you know? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that, you know, most people can relate to a, you know, they have that dark time mm-hmm. in their life where, you know, for those of us who are fortunate enough, our story is like yours, Katie, right? Where there were people who came around to lift us up. And then there are those who didn't have that, you know? And, I know. and so mm-hmm. I think it's, we all can certainly experience that. And yep. on this road to reinvention, yeah, there can be some dark times, dark mm-hmm. times and trying to figure out what you really want to do dark times. And once you do figure out what you want to do, figuring out how to get there. Totally. Without clarity, clarity in your life, right? You still need mm-hmm. to eat. You know, most of us you know, need to eat. We need to pay yep. the bills, and our job requires us to do that. And if you want to change jobs, oh. that can be tough. Oh, t- yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, everything matters at that absolutely. point, you know, and you're right. I, I, feel incredibly blessed that I did have people that came, but I, I, cause I can't imagine going through a time like that and not having support around me. I just, I don't think I ever would have gotten up, you know, for Mm -hmm. absolutely not. And so, yeah. Katie, what are the other things? So, you know, certainly I know what I've heard from you is this, you know, support, right? But I wonder as you think about as I'm sure you have to do this on a regular basis is talk to women who are in that place of they're at a crossroads. They're trying to figure out what they want to do next. When you are giving counsel and advice Mm -hmm. uh, to women who are, you know, in transition, you know, what advice do you give them? What advice would you have for our listeners um, as they think about their next chapter? Well, first is, because it's it's a struggle to not know where you're going next. I mean, I it's it's mm-hmm. not easy. And especially, I mean, especially the thing is like you mentioned clarity. I mean, how do you get clear when you can't see? You know, you just can't see what's in front of you. And so I I mean, all I know is what worked for me. And you know, it's everybody you can give recommendations all day long, but I, what I found is you know, certain people have told me great things and it, they didn't really work for me. So, you know, you just try a lot of different things, but it's because it's, it's really about your own personality. But like, if you are in transition, there's a lot of wonderful um, experts out there and groups. Like if they're looking for, you know, want to look for a different job, Wooddale Job Transition Support Group. A lot of churches have great groups um, that help you with that help you establish clarity and know what your strengths and skills are so that you can offer that next. Cause looking for a job is really tough too. just mm-hmm. understanding the process of, mm-hmm. of 
how to do it is really hard. So then, then it is like finding different groups. I mean, and that is the beauty of team women. We are not an industry specific group. We're, we're broad. So you could find sort of any, you know, kind of come to a, an open networking group, say I need help. Cause that's what I always say at our meetings. If you're in transition or need help, here is the place to ask for that because we're all about helping you get to where you need to go personally or professionally. And if I don't know somebody, somebody else will. And I mean, that is the culture and the vibe and the mission of Team Women. So I would encourage our, your listeners to come here to any Team Women event because we or I will or somebody else will help. So understanding that the second thing is other experts out there i mean that are will help you navigate career search if that's specifically what you're thinking about um i mean there's capreet there's other people that are on linkedin and prior is awesome there's other career coaches and stuff pierce Oh, sorry. Yes, of course, Steph Pierce. I knew Julie was going to say something. I never Steph Pierce? The one and only. The, the Twin Cities one. business columnist, Steph Pierce. Exactly, Katie. Yes. Exactly. You're, go right to the source. Yeah, exactly. Let's not make it about me, but let's make it oh, about you. Oh, I know. Yes, let's make it about yeah, you. Yeah, okay, wait. Yeah, wait. I mean, no, stop, stop, ladies. You know? <laughs> I don't know if you saw my hands. You know? I did. I did. It's the, uh, I should have that hand motion I, of stop, but keep going. I keep going. Like that. My little, my little brother taught me that. Don't take my picture. Don't take my, you know, he's so funny, but stop, no, seriously. Say more. Stop. Say more. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. Um, no, but honestly, it's, I think sometimes just knowing it's not easy. You know, like you said, Julie, let's get real. It's not like some magic pill. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like get up, make your list of what you need to do for the day. You know, Mark LeBlanc, he's a great speaker out there. He works with small businesses. Um, and I've used so many of his little tips. It's the AM and the PM. What are the three things I need to do today? And you write those down in the morning. And then at the end of the day, did I do those three things? You know, and then also like I could easily get into overwhelm and beat myself up because that's a favorite pastime. So somebody said to me, you know, write down the things that you got accomplished during the day instead of all the things that you didn't get accomplished. You know, when you look yes. at your list and you go, oh my God, I didn't do this. Write down what you did. And then you'd be like, wow. I did a lot. <laughs> yes, I'm amazing. <laughs> I am so great. Because you need to build yourself up, especially yes, in that absolutely. time. Because confidence will elude you for right. a long time, you know. And Katie, you okay. said something that I want to reiterate because I think it is really important. And that is you got advice from people. I'm yep. sure smart. Yep you know, well-intentioned people and it just didn't work for you. Did and I think work. that is a really important mm -hmm. point. Like mm -hmm. you're going to try some stuff and it's not going to work. And that doesn't mean it wasn't a good idea. That doesn't mean that what you want to do isn't the right thing. It just means that that wasn't for you. Yep. You got to keep going. But I think that's a really good point that everything you try isn't going to work, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's lots of great things that I try to help me be productive in a day. 
Yeah. And I'll hear from friends. Oh my gosh, I use OneNote and it is a lifesaver. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not saving my life. <laughs> it's stressing me out. <laughs> not saving my life. And it doesn't mean that it's not a great tool. It's just not a great tool for me. For me. But I'm glad yeah. that I tried it. Right. I know it. Yeah. But but I think that's a really good point that people are going to give you lots of advice and counsel. Some things are going to work and some things won't. You got to find what's going to work for you. Totally. And one of the most memorable conversations I had was in my 20s when I was because clarity has never come naturally for me. Like I, you know, it's just not, you know, some people are crystal clear. I don't know if it's because I'm a processor or what, but and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my career. And I said to the the man that I was talking to that was an expert in, in TV production, I said, you know, I like to do a lot of different things. And he said, no, 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 no. You need to specialize. You need to have one specialty. And that's the path that you need to take. And I didn't listen to that advice. And I'm really glad because look at my career. I mean, it's yeah. been, you know, if I would have. But I also think what's encouraging about that is the Gen Zers now. I I think I my soul is a Gen Z. Like, I want <laughs> to be them. And because they are creating the life they want to live. And I am so inspired by them. And... So I think they're just going to do it their way, you know, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I see that too. I love it. I, I know. And it's they're pretty... so smart already yeah. and they're confident yeah. and well, and not, and not to be like too gendered, but like in thinking about that guy that gave you the advice, like, yeah. like that's kind of like my husband too, like oh. God bless him. <laughs> but he's just like, put your head down. Find a path and stay on it. And I'm like, oh, honey, there there is no path. Okay. (laughs) It's like stay in the box. Like what box? Right. And and there is no box. And do not put me in that box. Um, That doesn't exist. Um, You know, so it's like I think that that does work for some people it like does. like yep. it's like okay like hey uh, you know people who've been in a corporate job for you know 30 some years and like yep. you know and and great like cool but um I'm like you Katie where it's like oh no 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 <laughs> that, that is not gonna work for me and I think women and again I, I don't have the research on this, but it would be an interesting study mm-hmm. that women I think are more needing more change um, in in their lives and more reinvention and more discovery and curiosity and and it it just seems like and again I'm I'm kind of making this up a little bit but it, but just from what I've seen out there and people I've talked to both men and women that men are more able to just kind of stay in the lane and and women are are like they just can't be boxed in like we need we need to be free well look at our life I mean we are multi we are have been the dominant you know sex coming out of the pandemic because of the multitasking yeah there is research on that I don't have it handy but I mean you know and and that's not anything good or bad I'm not you know but it is a fact we you know just from the kids to the career to the volunteer activities to passion with friends, book clubs, things like that, you yeah. know, 
constantly. Yeah, and maybe it's because we w- we were as women put in a box for so long mm. that you know now we're just like, oh no 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 no, <laughs> I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna do that and I, I don't ask me about it and um oh. yeah so I I think uh, I think there's definitely something something going on there. Well, Katie, you're amazing. And thank you so much for this great conversation. Yes. Steph and thank I are just, yeah, thank amazed you. by you. And, and, and thank I you loved it. I'm so appreciative of all the work that you're both doing, not only for Modern Well, but for, for your consulting business, Steph, and for your friendship and for what you're giving back to the community, to all of us. You know, not only to our community, but nationwide, global with your podcast. So and I we will say the same to you, the amount of women that you are reaching here in the Twin Cities and beyond is really phenomenal. That support, that camaraderie, that community, just like the Modern Well community is really important. And so thank you for your dedication and your time and your commitment to all of us into this community so thank you so much katie thank you thanks katie enjoy the rest of the precious summer yay (laughs) can't wait to see you next yes thank you bye-bye thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co you can follow us on instagram at hernext.chapter and you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week. Bye.